Every dream has obstacles. My first big challenge was that my biological father wasn't around when I was little. The man who helped me to my feet in Aunt Evelyn's house and had done so many times throughout my life is Ben Green, my stepdad. Ben has always been and will always be my dad. He was there for me when my biological father wasn't. I don't say that with any anger in my heart or any bad feelings toward anyone. I have a good relationship now with my biological father. We talk from time to time, and things between us are pretty good. People tell me that I got my size and athletic ability from him. He played basketball and is still heavily involved in coaching. His brother, my Uncle Ike, had a solid professional basketball career. Ike played for a lot of different teams and was a really good post player. They have both been really helpful to me at times in my basketball career. But I could never have achieved my dreams on the basketball court without Ben in my life. He was there for me each and every step of the way. He was the guy who took me to practices, rebounded for me, helped me with my homework, stood by my side through the really tough moments, taught me about life, and showed me how to be a man. When I think about the people I admire and want to model my own life after, the first guy on my list is Ben Green, my dad. So my story starts where my family really began, in Fresno, California, when my mom met Ben. He had been on the track team for a year at Baylor University. But then later, he felt homesick for California and returned to attend Fresno State, where he completed his college education. He was a fast athlete and was still doing some competitive running when he and my mom first started dating. I was only three years old when they met in 1997. And Ben tells me that when he saw me, he swore that I had to be at least seven years old because I was so tall for my age. One of their favorite things to do when they were dating, and one of my first memories of Ben, was to take me for bike rides at the park. Because of my size, they could never quite find a kid's bike that was big enough to fit me. At four years old, I could already fit into my mom's shoe size. Dad says they would ride along the sidewalks at the park and he would laugh at the sight of me trying to pedal fast enough to keep up with him and mom on a bike that was made for average-height kids. I don't remember ever really missing my biological dad when I was young. Mom has told me that as her and Ben's wedding got closer, I would ask all the time if it would be okay for me to start calling him dad. In fact, after I got to Baylor, I had green tattooed on my arm to honor him and am hoping to someday change my last name legally to Austin Green so that everyone knows what an important part he's played in my life. From the time I can remember anything about my childhood in California, Ben was there, showing up in my life, picking me up when I needed it. So his being the one to reach down and pick me up off the floor that terrible night of June 21st was nothing new. Fresno was a beautiful place to live. The weather was always perfect, and Mom and Dad moved into a house on a cul-de-sac right next door to the Drotty family. Ben Drotty was Dad's best friend from Fresno State. He had played football there and was the principal at Clovis West High School, where Dad also worked as a student advisor. Dad would mediate when students had fights with teachers or other students, help them resolve arguments, and counsel them when they had scheduling problems. If you've ever met Ben, you'd know this was the perfect job for him. He's really good at talking with people and helping them work out their problems. He's even killed and doesn't get upset easily. Even on weeknights, our house was always full of kids. We had a swimming pool in the back.